back to Nuclear Heat with your host, Jake Bakoven, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here on Nuclear Heat, our weekly review of the week in wrestling of uh, of the WWE, and this week it was has been the Royal Rumble, and now WWE Raw, which was last night. Again, Raw uh, in 2025 will be moving to streaming only. So let's uh, enjoy our last few uh, years of the USA Network here, year plus, I suppose. Uh, we opened up with Raw with CM Punk uh, with a tearful promo, uh, shouting out some of his friends and firefighters who are the real heroes. Uh, this, this all being despite the fact that he is injured, cannot fight uh, at WrestleMania, and is, is very disappointed. So it was a very good uh, babyface promo. Surprisingly, Drew McIntyre's music hit, and he said some very mean things to Sam Punk, <laughs> including, I want you to know I prayed for this and it happened. Uh, McIntyre talking about Punk's injury, um, and uh, also saying that he was going to go and headline WrestleMania and take uh, Punk's story, uh, his dream, so be it. Um, so very heel, good heel work from Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. who's often kind of been in the middle there. Uh, he also ended up beating up to CM Punk, hit him with a Glasgow kiss, stomped on his injured tricep. Um, Sami Zayn eventually makes the, the save to set up the main event of the night. But uh, very good work here. And the interesting thing is that Drew McIntyre, as, as far as we know, is not signed a contract much longer mm-hmm. uh, in WWE, yet they're setting him up for a long-term tour telling the CM Punk. So let's let you know. They feel very confident about uh, retaining Drew. Yeah, no, and 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 I thought this was perfect. Um, I also got to say, I don't know, is he really injured or is this a work? Because some of the stuff that was said makes you think it's a work, but Punk's promo was felt very heartfelt, you know, that he's very upset, and it could just be he's great at that. Um, but, man, this made Drew McIntyre look really, really good um, on there. So I, I liked it. I think he's a lot better on the mic, too. So, you know, it, it's exciting for some things. And if it is a storyline... You could possibly have a McIntyre Punk thing happen here soon, um, but the way the way they're making it seem, I think Punk is is going to be out for a while. So. Well, and it's crazy too because all of this. I mean, this past year in wrestling has been fantastic and mm-hmm. just crazy returns. And part of that has been The Rock. Part of that has been CM Punk. And now with CM Punk injured, Seth Rollins injured, um, and though he's going to give it a go at WrestleMania, um, you've had a very realistic chance and in, in, in talks of having the rock and CM Punk at WrestleMania and you could ultimately have neither of them. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it's even more important to get the rock in there somehow. If you can work with his schedule, because I, I said this at the beginning of the show, you can't rewrite this stuff. CM Punk can come back. And if you remember, Cody had this long injury where he had to sit out too. And so it, it can kind of delay a story, but it takes a, a little bit of the steam off of the CM Punk return. Unfortunately, which injuries can do, uh, they moved on and at Raw Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship DIY, who was very over against the Judgment Day. Um, DIY, who I, I should say was very over with the, that crowd. Yeah, I don't feel like every crowd get it feels great about them. I personally am interested to see where they go, but am not necessarily <laughs> ready for them to beat the Judgment Day. Despite a lot of near falls, they didn't. Very cool move, by the way, for Judgment Day to finish this one. Uh, Razor's Edge uh, leading to a coup de gras. Uh, was the the finisher for this match, and then they had a nice um, 
beat down of our truth afterwards. Yeah. They invited our truth out to the, the match. Um, basically, we're telling him to be part of Judgment Day and then tell him he's not. And then they, they, they beat him up. Miz tries to make the save, um, but he is outnumbered. The numbers uh, catch up to him. Um, so I, th- I thought very entertaining segment. They also had before this kind of the Judgment Day locker room, which I always love. Yeah. Uh, trying to hype him up. So what you kind of think about uh, a lot of, lot of different moving parts in here between the Miz and R-Truth and DIY and, and, and Judgment Day. But I thought this worked really well. Yeah, I think they're setting it up for WrestleMania. Um, I think it'll be DIY with um, what is it, the Awesome Truth is the name against the Judgment Day. Um, I, I love mm. the the R Truth story with the Judgment Day. I think R Truth is is great. He's comedy. Um, he's hilarious. You know, the Miz coming in to save him, even though R Truth has kind of gone back and forth on which team he's with. Um, I thought I thought it was great, and I thought the match was good. You know, DIY. I'm I don't love them, but they are good wrestlers. So you mm-hmm. know, they're going to put on a good show. And of course, the Judgment Day is it's over. You know, they're they're yeah. one of the biggest the biggest there. So I thought you know it was interesting. It was a good. It's a good. I won't say filler because, you know, it had some great moments in there, but it was a good match. Yeah. Good segment. And this was part of uh, the first hour uh, without uh, interruptions from commercials. Mm-hmm. So they really did have to put some uh, some workhorses in there. And, and then they pulled this off very well. Uh, the opposite of a workhorse match was Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler versus Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. This one over very quick uh, with Stark and Baszler with the, the win. The one good thing for Piper Niven and Chelsea Green in this match is that Samantha Irvin is yep. saying Chelsea Green <laughs> once again, which was taken out for, uh, I think, a whole week before they decided that was silly. We should yep. we should keep that up. So uh, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, former tag team champions. That was kind of the story they were telling as well, trying to heat up Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler, which is a heel faction that I'm very interested in. And I think if booked properly can work really well, um, but still kind of a mixed reaction from the crowd. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I think it's because that, that women's tag team division, it just hasn't, I don't even know who the champs are right now. Oh, no, it's damage control. Right. Yeah. Um, the Kabuki warriors, um, you know, th- there's just not much it's been in passed there. around. Yeah. It, it's yeah. been passed around or they're not even included at all. You know, you forget who it is sometimes. Um, but I think Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler, they look like the real deal. You know, Zoe Starks looks like kind of a young, more polished Shayna Baszler. Um, and I think that's there's some excitement for that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that team. And eventually I like some distinction between the two, which will set up a good feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Rhodes then hits his promo, uh, which was, uh, he, I mean, he even made Samantha Irvin reintroduce him. He was really <laughs> taking it all in. Was about to announce that he was going to take on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania when Seth Rollins' music hits. He goes to the the ring and tries to convince Cody Rhodes to challenge him for his title because they had been working on Raw together. They've been traveling the shows together, and he believes that he has defended that championship enough to make it elevate over Roman Reigns. Uh, talking down Roman Reigns here, just trying, you know, which which is uh, obviously an easy tactic to do, and trying to talk up his championship as the workhorse championship, and then of course. It's what Dusty would have, yeah. you know, bringing up Dusty and saying it's the, the belt that he would have wanted or whatever, um, you know, makes Cody Rhodes think about this. Any chance that you think Cody Rhodes and Rollins get together so you can have Rock and Roman? No, you know, I I, I would have loved it. I, I think it for that reason alone, yeah. I, I want it to happen. But no, you know, as much as Seth Rollins put everything behind that promo, the World Heavyweight Championship is just below the WWE championship. Yeah. I mean, there there's one promo won't change. Exactly. That. And we know why Cody was given the, the rumble win again is to finish the story. I mean, it's, it's been two years or longer than that, you know, of a build up 10, 20 years, whatever it is with, with dusty 30, 40, something like that. I, I don't know how long, um, you know, and dusty has dusty won the world heavyweight championship, right? 
he never won. I believe he he never did actually. I thought they were top. We we can we can discuss this later, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's something about the story. You know, it's it just this wouldn't seem right. You know, it, if you're gonna give Cody the Rumble win, he's got to go after Roman. Unfortunately for us rock fans, it's, it's got to be Roman versus Cody at that. Point. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, even because when Seth first brought it up, the WDU universe behind him was yeah. going, no, yeah. no, no. So you can tell what they want as well. And that's not just that arena. That'll be just about every arena. Um, so we'll see. Kind of add some intrigue to it. Buys you some time. Yep. Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, promo finished there. So we go move on to Jay Uso taking on Brig Bronson Reed who is now uh, a part of, oh, now I'm forgetting. I was going to say the video game. You remember where you could be a lizard, a giant lizard or a donkey? Yeah, the knockout buildings. punch. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rampage, Rampage. Rampage, yeah. The Rock, I think. The Rock's movie, movie Rampage, yeah, yeah, yeah. which wasn't that good, but we'll, we'll forgive him for that one. Uh, he's, he's got a, two, a few stinkers, <laughs> but uh, Big Bronson Reed's new uh, promotion screen behind him was him beating up buildings. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, but anyways, the, after a good battle, they, they give Jey Uso the win. More of the same for Jay, more of the same for Big Bronson Reed. This didn't do a whole lot for me. I like the, I mean, I like the guys involved, but it's not a long drawn out feud. Bronson Reed provides the challenges and, and impresses every week, but comes up short. Yep. And then TikTok's a big bad game the next week. And Jay Uso gets a win, very over with the crowd, and not doing the same thing the next week. It's 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 just kind of a same storyline. Yep. yep, same old, same old. I mean, g- great match, good match, but they're, they're not going to do anything. It was, it was a, it was a one week filler, you know, something to give them something to do. Cause ultimately I have no idea what either one of these are going to do, you know, moving forward. Like you said, Jay's just kind of around still hot, yeah. big Bronson Reed. They keep trying to push him. Keep, like you said, keep trying to put him in feuds, but he keeps losing them. So yeah. it's like, what do you do with a guy who's six foot, 350 pounds and can freaking do a moonsault, you know, <laughs> yeah. off the top ring. Um, you know, he, he's got the build. He's got everything there. There's just not utilizing him correctly. Well, and it's, it's, and, and heels can kind of get stuck in this, yeah. this too, because ultimately the crowd does like the good guys and mm-hmm. will cheer for the good guys. And so if you're not at the highest level of a heel, if you're kind of a mid card heel, you're going to take a lot of L's. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, in, in, in live event, like he, he does have the, um, especially his moonsault off the top rope for a man his size, like that's very over with the crowd. And so he's so impressive and and does good heel work, um, but he's not a top heel. So yeah. until he's he can kind of turn that page, I don't see him getting too many wins. But he fills a role, a role that many heels have filled before. And so we'll see if he can get that over that in in, in his career at some point. Uh, from there, we have a uh, backstage segment: Adam Pierce and Andrade signing a contract with the Raw brand. So. We know Andrade will be there. It was kind of interesting, though, because Nick Aldis, the SmackDown GM, was in the room talking uh, about business with Adam Pearce, and he got a call from Braun Breaker. So kind of, you can kind of see there, it looks like SmackDown's getting Braun Breaker, Raw getting Andrade. Um, SmackDown, Braun Breaker, and, and Roman yeah. Reigns feud. I mean, maybe down the line, but I, I, I like that idea. And Andrade, I think, uh, as much as we love his return, I don't think he's quite at that level. Yeah. So um, I think he would be, he'll be good. He's a, he, he's a, a face. Maybe you could get him involved with Gunther or something like that. Um, so I, I think the, I think it's a good split. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I like, I like Braun going to SmackDown because it's a smaller roster. Mm-hmm. So there's more time for him. Whereas Andrade, you know, like you said, he'll be put in something, but you can get lost on that raw roster. Yeah. Three hours, bigger roster. You could get into those filler matches. I think with Braun, SmackDown, you know, you can put him against an AJ Styles. You know, so, somebody who has a name start to bring him up and you know it, it can go a lot quicker yeah. that way which is good too for the SmackDown roster because i don't mean this to be rude they kind of have made that the 
bridge between the NXT yep. and and uh and, and well it's not a bridge because it is the main roster, but that's kind of where they kind of promote those guys yep. usually. Uh and so it's more of the same for Braun Breaker, but to me, sometimes I'm just not, like you said, familiar with with those those people that they're bringing up. And so, you know, I kind of get lost and don't necessarily want to watch some of those those feuds that they put them in. Braun Breaker is different. You know, it's yeah. kind of come from the same storyline, so I can trust that they'll do the same thing, but I'll be interested. So yep. that'll be good moving forward there. Um, you had the Intercontinental Championship after that, Kofi Kingston and Gunther. Gunther always puts on a heck of a match. Kofi Kingston, the same, and we got the same thing here. Gunther ultimately does get the win, and then Imperium comes up and beats out New Day post the matches um, as uh, as Kofi had his buddy come out as well. Um, thoughts on this one? It was, again, similar to Roman Reigns. It's just so, it's very, was there a, at any moment in this time that you thought Kofi would be the one to dethrone Gunther? No, not at this point. I mean, Gunther is, Gunther's on how big of a win streak right now, besides like the Royal Rumbles and things like that. Um, if, if Gunther, you know, if, if they had more prestige, uh, it, it, big prestige, that's not the word, a bigger, how do you say it? Like if the Intercontinental Champion wasn't a mid-card, he'd be Roman Reigns at this moment. Like, a, you know, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. He's kind of a combination, you know. He's there all the time, and he's a big name. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of worried, though, because they've been teasing this New Day, you know, Imperium thing for a while. I don't want it to – I would love it if, like, Big E came back or something, you know, and made it three-on-three. Three. But I would hate that for Gunther to be stuck in a three-on-three three match opposed to something his, on, on his own. Because right now it seems like he's directionalist that direction yeah yeah, directionless, that, yeah, yeah. Directionless. <laughs> that way because it looks like seth rollins is trying to feud with somebody else whereas last week you thought gunther was going against seth rollins so that's kind of my fear on that one um but i thought it was a good match yeah we'll see because if they want to elevate gunther from where he is he can't take the intercontinental championship anywhere further it doesn't yep. feel like so eventually they have to have him drop it and then get in the main title picture but how does he drop it again? You can put somebody from the mid card really over mm-hmm. um, and we'll see who they choose that to be. But again, wasn't likely to be the veteran Kofi Kingston who already uh, is over uh, in a hall of famer. Yep. Uh, so we move on to the next matchup, Tegan Knox and Natalia against the Kabuki warriors. Um, again, and I hate, I feel like the biggest anti Natalia fan when I talk yeah. about her, because I just, I, I, I've never found too much of what they put her in uh, to be very good. Now she's, She's a trooper. She's a warrior. She's done a lot of feuds or a lot of characters in the past, and, and including being the farting girl in the locker yeah. room. So, I mean, you appreciate the work that she's done and, and she's been there for so long. But with the story they were kind of telling in this match was one, interestingly enough, the Kabuki Warriors were fighting as the champions, not for the championship. I don't yeah. know if I always like that, but nevertheless, um, they have a miscommunication between Tegan Knox and Natalia uh, which is likely going to lead to further dissension between the team. The problem is, is I just, I don't <laughs> I could care less whether that team splits up. I probably wouldn't. I, I'd never notice if they never showed up again. Yeah. I don't, and I don't mean to be rude. I mean, I didn't notice if Natalia never showed up again, but Natalia and Tegan Knox, they just haven't kept them. They don't have too much of a storyline when they do. It's like forced upon you. You don't necessarily want to yeah. watch it. So, I don't know what the future is between that. And it's it's kind of a tough because Tegan Knox, you would think this would be a good rub to, to work along mm-hmm. Natalia um, as as your first kind of stint in the main main picture. But and maybe it's just me, but I just I could care less. No, I'm sorry. I I'll be honest with you. When they have their segments, that's the bathroom break. You know, that's yeah. the time there. And you do feel bad because Tegan Knox looks like she can be something. But I think Natalia's just past her past her days. You know, she's 
just there. Like you said, she's a name, you know, the, the heart dynasty. Um, and they're, they're, they're nothing. I mean, this, this was a filler time. Um, and this is what I mean when I was talking about earlier, the Kabuki warriors are the tag team champions. And this is your segment on raw. They have yeah. against Natalia and Tegan Knox. And it's not even a story about them. It's a story about Natalia and Tegan Knox. <laughs> I don't even know who Tegan Knox is, honestly. You know, yeah. I know she's been on the roster for about a year. Um, Natalia hasn't done any. The last thing she was remembered of was she was pinned by Rhea Ripley in 11 seconds um, in Saudi Arabia, mm. was it, or something like that? Yeah, she was beat down. Everybody said, why did she get a chance? I mean, this mind-boggling for me, and it just, it was nothing. Yeah, and it seems to be because they did the Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler, and, and Piper Devin, and Chelsea Green. I would just switch that. Have Tiki Knox and Natalia get run over by the Kabuki yep. Warriors. That way you're building up the Kabuki Warriors. And more Piper Niven and Chelsea Green's not a bad thing for me. I think, you know, they were previous champions. Chelsea Green's incredibly over with her character mm -hmm. work. So I think they could have just went longer. I know they're telling the Stark Baszler dominant story, but any win over Niven and Green would have looked good. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be as dominant. So I would have just kind of switched the times there between those two women matches or Here's an idea. It doesn't have to be the women have a set amount of time. You could take from some of the other segments as yeah. well. Um, so, you know, I, I just feel like, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. That was not the most exciting match with your current champions in it. Um, so I think that's a bit of a problem. Uh, the Bailey promo preceded that uh, or, or followed that. Excuse me. Uh, it was uh, a good. She kind of she came out with uh, with her, her, her whole crowd, um, her heel group um, and basically took credit for everything that damage control has done, which I yep. think is interesting. Um, you know, how would the other girls kind of feel about that? And it still makes you kind of wonder, is she the face? If she splits off from him, is she the heel? We'll kind of see, it might be a little bit of in between in any case. I also did not like how they, how they did this because Rhea Ripley came out. Of course, the, the idea here, if you don't have a, a have a thought ahead to what they're doing <laughs> is that, Bailey would use her opportunity to cash in or excuse me, her cash in her opportunity. It's not money in the bank, but use this opportunity to go after Rhea Ripley. So they had Rhea Ripley come out um, and start talking trash. Nia Jax interrupted that came and beat up Rhea Ripley completely. Um, I don't think Ripley got any offense in. I don't think this was a good look for one of your hottest, youngest um, up and coming stars who is the current champion that yeah. you prayed around. I just did not like this. I know they're telling the story of Nia Jax being the one that squashes everybody, but she lost a little momentum at Royal Rumble because she had just been thrown out by Jade Cargill. Yeah. And I just don't like Ripley getting completely destroyed without any offense. In any case, Ripley wouldn't get up. Nia Jax cornered Bailey and basically told her not to pick Nia Jax, which kind of you could see EO Sky kind of thinking, well, well, what does that mean? <laughs> um, so you kind of start the idea there, and Bailey said she'll pick her next opponent Friday SmackDown. So a good promo to set you up in interest of what's going to happen on SmackDown. Yeah, you know my feelings about Nia Jax. She, like, why'd they bring her back? There's no point um, <laughs> on there. I was so disappointed. Big Nia Jax fan over here, by the I way. I was but. so disappointed in this segment because it's like you, you squash your untouchable WWE Raw Women's Champion. Squash. She got squashed. And if you're telling me it's going to be Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, there's no excitement. Rhea Ripley just lost everything that you did. So what does this do? I mean, other than telling us you have nothing for Rhea Ripley right now, because we know where Bailey, Eosky, 
really, when was the last time Rhea Ripley wrestled the match, too? You know, I mean, it was that fatal four-way, I think. Um, she was in a couple months ago that Nia Jax was unfortunately a part of, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 this just surprised me, disappointed me. Um, I really hope they don't go with a Nia Jax versus Rhea. If they do it at Elimination Chamber, that's fine. But then that you turn around and you have a month to set up a new feud with Rhea that's going to feel real for Re for WrestleMania, the biggest you know time of the year. So I, I don't get it. And it is interesting to see what they do. I mean, they could uh, get to a point where you don't have anybody in particular, so you set up a, another Fatal 4-Way or 3-Way or something and throw Bianca and, or, or somebody else out there. Jade Cargill would obviously be very interesting. I don't know if they would run you know run to that right away. Um, but I don't know. I don't think there is an obvious matchup for Rhea Ripley, which is unfortunately, again, because I think she's among the most over in yep. the company. Uh, so we'll see what they do there. Leaves some intrigue for the months to set it up. Uh, main event in this uh, segment here in this Raw, Sami Zayn against Drew McIntyre. Hard-hitting affair, lots of near falls. Uh, Sami Zayn, if you remember, came back at the Royal Rumble because Drew McIntyre took him out uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, and But the story kept telling, and they, they said it on commentary, too, that Sami Zayn has never beaten Drew McIntyre mm -hmm. in a singles event. I don't know if they're going to try to draw this out because you wonder what they what's the plan for both those guys at WrestleMania. But I don't know. I, I, I think they can always put on a good match. Mm -hmm. But I, despite this being like the... The, the return and in, in the in maybe the uh, the comeuppance, I suppose, that, that Sami Zayn wanted to get Drew McIntyre um, didn't turn out that way. And it just didn't didn't feel like as a, it, it might just be because, I mean, we had the CM Punk stuff, which felt huge, yeah. the Cody Rhodes stuff, which felt huge. And so it left our main event being like, well, it doesn't necessarily matter who wins this. I guess Sami Zayn can get his, his revenge. And then the way they ended up booking it is further, you know, building up both uh, building drew mcintyre to get the win and then it really doesn't feel like it necessarily moved yeah. the needle for anybody and this is one of those things where we joked about Sami Zayn always being in the main event always having nothing to do there's something of over pushing somebody you know and and overusing and i feel like that is what happened to Sami Zayn now is people still like him you know all that stuff respect him but his name no longer has that bright star and drew mcintyre is kind of in the same boat so I, I agree with you. Um, ah, gosh, if, if if this is a WrestleMania filler, fine. But this isn't a match that's going to get really anybody excited unless you're a diehard Sami Zayn or Drew McIntyre fan. Um, it was a good match. You know, don't get me yeah. wrong. A couple but, workhorses type of deal. But th this is what I dislike about these is you showed us the match. You're going to just have them run it back at WrestleMania, you know, when it was just a, you know, a main event of a raw that that's kind of the the hard thing for me to believe there too is you know how much more can they make it how much more magic can they get out of these um and sometimes it works but i mean they're just two non huge names you know non stars at the moment um i, I don't know i there there were so many other things that could have been the main event for this raw and they chose to go with this one i thought that was the wrong move yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. And, and and maybe this doesn't last till WrestleMania. Maybe we'll have something else for them. Again, there is a pay-per-view in between. Those are premium live events, excuse me, uh, in between those with Elimination Chamber, which is always fun as well. Um, so we'll see. I mean, WrestleMania is always filled with either, you know, a few of them are blood blood you know, yeah. blood feuds with long, drawn-out uh, matches and stuff like that. I'm sure we'll get one of those. And then, like Omos and Brock last year, some yeah. of them you can just throw together in a week and, all right, we'll see what what they have for him. So we'll see where they go. I agree with you, though. Zayn McIntyre, probably not a WrestleMania worthy. So uh, I I don't know. I I don't 
there's no good ending than there for Sami Zayn. Um, unless he, you know, maybe it's just further storylines for Raw. You eventually get him over, then McIntyre goes out and attacks somebody else, and yep. you move on. But um, I don't know. Not not necessarily the most uh, intriguing stuff there at the end. Uh, but that'll wrap it up for our review there of Raw. We already reviewed Royal Rumble here on Nuclear Heat. We're glad to be back with you. We'll try to be back with you every week leading up to WrestleMania. And even after that, uh, the, the Raw after WrestleMania yep. is always fun. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, like we said, the premium live event tied to after WrestleMania uh, will be fun. It seems like there's never uh, a boring week or boring few days in wrestling anymore. So probably have a plenty more to talk about next week here on Nuclear Heat. Once again, I'm Jake Bakovin, your host of Nuclear Heat here on 93.7 The Ticket, along with Nuclear Heat contributor Augie Pena. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week.